When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. There's been a lot of ups and downs to the Chicago Bears season. On today's episode, me, C-Dub, Bobby, we're going to break down the uh, upcoming Chicago Bears free agents that we expect to come back and who we expect to leave. We're going to get into all that and more on today's episode of Chicago Bears Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Hey, listen, it's holiday time. That means we off work. That means you get the whole squad on a Tuesday. Usually you only get this on Wednesdays and Sundays. This is a special occasion for you guys. (laughs) But, fellas, man, go ahead. Let's see that. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say something crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> For that, man, we're going to talk about some of the players that we see coming back. Why or why not? Um, who we think is going to go. We're going to run down this list of upcoming free agents that are currently on the Chicago Bears roster. And we got to start with the main one, man. This is one that everybody's going to be talking about. It has the most questions around him. Darnell Mooney, man. How you guys feeling about the Darnell Mooney situation? Shall I proceed? Go ahead. You have the floor, my guy. And Darnell Mooney, man. Um uh, I know we we talked about this guy in the beginning of the season, and he had a chance to be a great complimentary guy for DJ Moore, especially with the report that was reportedly uh, been said about him and uh, Justin Fields, how they connect so the chemistry so great. But this season, there has been no chemistry. <laughs> there has been no biology, no chemistry, no geometry, no nothing. I mean, if so, there's biology between uh, Mooney and Fields, that's that's that we got some concerns <laughs> there, my guy. You know, I can say on that one, that's we got some concerns there. Oh, uh, but keep it going. Well, at least it's not not any. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I think Darnell Mooney will be a, a name that we had here for about a minute for a long time that we mm-hmm. probably won't see next season. Just be, and I'm a, and I'm a just performance. Uh. What can I say? He has not put nothing on the table to be to um no, I just gonna have to say Darnell Mooney gone. Okay. Yeah. Bob. Yeah, I think that Darnell Mooney might be on his way out. Um, me personally, I don't think it's all on him. I also gotta look at the terrible offensive coordinator that we have. You have a hobbled Cole Komet and a hobbled DJ Moore, and you still can't feed Darnell Mooney. I know that's is 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 on it's a collective, it's on him, the coach. And Justin Fields to, you know, get him involved. But I also think that when you think about how much money you can save <laughs> with not bringing him back and the draft capital that you have available to you, you could draft other wide receivers. You could save some of that money and you can the money that you're going to free up with Darnell Mooney. You can give some of that to Jalen Johnson, who's been performing much, much better than Darnell Mooney. It's very, very unfortunate. I know C-Dub got a lot of slack from some of y'all. So y'all better go ahead and comment your apologies below. <laughs> hey, hey, you did. I give it to, to Dub. He said it coming into the season, man. Go ahead, Dub. Hey, uh, and and one more thing, Tyler Scott is just like Darnell Mooney to me. They like probably the same. They look similar. You know what I'm saying? When you look on the field, you don't know who caught the ball or not. You know what I'm saying? 
So right now it's neither of them. So you ain't got to worry about that. It's neither of them right now. So uh, no, but I, I agree with the, many of the reasons both you guys laid out. When it comes to Darnell Mooney, it, it's a mixture of, yeah, it's not all on him. There are some times where Justin Fields has missed him wide open. There's some scheme things with Luke Getty. But at the end of the day, you got to look at the business part of it. Yep. If the Bears do or are planning on drafting a wide receiver with any either one of their first round picks, you guys know I'm very lenient towards uh, saying we should draft Marvin Harrison Jr. number one overall. But regardless of where they go, even if it's with their own pick, uh, the, the you have to look at it as that's another rookie scale deal. There's some six feet studs in the in the wide receiver room yeah. uh, in in this in this uh, prospect board. So and then you. You, you have to try to convince yourself, okay, why are you going to pay Darnell Mooney if you do bring in another stud wide receiver in the draft? And you do have Tyler Scott, who I'll still say this. Right now, Darnell Mooney is a better player than Tyler Scott. Yeah. But there's not a huge enough gap in that to where if you're looking at paying Darnell Mooney, you say, hey, we can probably get as much out of this as Tyler Scott develops even just a little bit over the offseason. And one of the biggest things that we're kind of giving – uh, Darnell Mooney, the inside edge, initially coming into the season that I did, it was like the, the chemistry with Justin Fields. But listen, yep. we saw Justin Fields build amazing chemistry with DJ Moore with one offseason. That tells me he can build that chemistry with anybody who's willing to work. That chemistry uh, part of the argument, that shit don't matter no more. Agree. What were they building? Because if DJ Moore could come in and in, in a couple months, one one little offseason and be like this, one of the deadliest duo, duos in NFL. And then it take you what two three years, Ooh. and it's that, sad. And, it's sad. and that's why I kind of look at Lou Getzey in, in this regard because if you look at schematically, I mm. believe that Darnell Mooney was most effective when he was under Matt uh, Matt Nagy yeah. when he was doing shallow crosses, uh, things going across the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Lou Getzey doesn't really have many of those type of plays in his playbook. Everything is outside the numbers. It one that goes towards the sideline, hit corner routes, and things like that probably some of the most difficult throws that a quarterback has to make is those corner routes. You don't, he, he doesn't set those contingency plays up well. And I think that Darnell Mooney would have been, you know, succeeded in that, but unfortunately it's probably too late with two games left. You know, what's horrid to me watching Lamar Jackson hit receivers doing those across the field routes last, last night. Yes. Like, I'm like, that's easy <laughs> passes for Justin Fields. Like, why can't our quarterback get these plays right here? Look at this. Because Luke Getzey is terrible at his job. That's really what it just boils <laughs> down to, bro. Like, that's what it come down to. Like, it's just like, like what you could probably count on one hand how many slant routes we've seen this season, bro. It's probably yeah. like three, probably to like be that. honest. Like, <laughs> how do you not run slant routes with, with, with wide receivers the speed of Tyler Scott and Darnell Mooney? No, it I just doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't you? You got to respect DJ Moore going down the field, right? The defense has to respect that slant route should be right there. You don't even run slant routes for fucking your your tight ends and cold commit. It's yeah. crazy, bro. I don't. Yeah, understand. we already know what's Luke Gessie's favorite play. It's we're gonna have Darnell Mooney with a clear out route, and we're gonna have DJ Moore with an in route right under it. Yeah. And it's money every time. But the thing is, once DJ Moore gets hobbled, what are you moving to next? to get the other guys involved yeah big questions man big questions yeah. but uh all right that was darnell mooney man let's get to one uh that's kind of on the opposite side his performance has definitely dictated that he should get another contract the bigger question is is how is ryan Poles and kevin warren going to look at it jalen johnson how you guys feel what are you guys sitting right now do you think jalen johnson is going to come back i know we all kind of think he should with his performance his age about to turn 25 years old he fits that timeline of every other cornerback that we have they're all like 15 to 18 months within range of each other. 
But do you guys think that Jalen Johnson is coming back next year? I do think that uh, Jalen Johnson is coming back. I do want to add that we should not break the bank. I don't think he deserved top cornerback money. I think he said as much as well. Um, if he if he try to if we can't get a deal done, tag his ass because he's coming back tomorrow, regardless of what happens. That's yeah, all I, I got to say. I think that you have to bring this guy back, and I think that you know what I'm saying. I don't think with the latest comments from Jalen Johnson. I think I don't think you have to break the bank for him. I just think that you have to get him a respectable offer. Yeah. Because when because when he comes out and say things like, I see what they're building over here. I want to be a part of this. I yeah. don't want to play for anywhere else. That tells me he's willing to take a little bit less money, but the offer has to be respected. So what's respectable? What's respectable? Bro, at it's, this it's, point it's, with the I way said, he's performed. I said Hayes' offer was the best offer. Give him 18 and a half with incentives. That we can rob. That's respectable, though, for, respect- for a quarterback. I believe it is. Okay. Yeah, that would still put him at the top. If I'm not in the top in the 10 top of cornerbacks paid in the league, you lay that with incentives. And if he plays like he did, did again at the back half of this season, especially with having a respectable defensive line, he'll hit those incentives easily. Right. Yeah, I hope so. I so hope so. I, I really hope that Jalen, like especially with him kind of changing the stance, we know that after the trade, well, right before the trade deadline, said that hey, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not negotiating anymore with the Chicago Bears. It's done, right? Well, until the yeah. offseason, he was just shutting it down to focus on the season, and he focused, he's performed. Like at this point, to me, the only question that you can have about Jalen Johnson isn't about on the field; it's about the money. And if he's saying that he wants to stay here and be a part of what we're doing here, like like Bobby said, that says usually that you're willing to take a little bit less than the market value. And so mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Poe's got to get this done. Like to me, you have like, yeah, you locked in Cole Komet, but you got to lock in a guy like what else do you want somebody to do? He was drafted here. Yeah, you didn't draft him, but he was drafted here. The cor- the, the secondary is consistently play better as the season goes on you now have them a respectable pass rush to help what they do out there in the secondary to me jalen johnson everything on the football field he has shown why he should get another contract with the chicago bears can i ask you guys a question i helped help to be hurt i'm sorry i gotta be this guy but it does it alarm y'all in any way that he chose his his contract year to have his best year of his nfl career do you think he can fall back a little bit to earth? Uh, you know what I'm saying? He get a contract, a nice 18 and a half, y'all know, and then he his uh, production falls down. I've seen this with a – I can't name a player, but a lot of players, they, like, try to go all out in that contract year to get that bag, and then the next couple of years it's like a dud. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, there's that always that concern there, but I think that it's a it, it's football reasons as well outside of just it's kind of like you have you, you got Montez Sweat. Look, his production has gone up considerably yeah. since you got Montez Sweat, and so we've talked about the the symbiotic relationship between the pass rush and the pass coverage. So I think there's also football reasons to believe more than not that this shouldn't be able to continue. On top of you just you you building a cornerback co- core of nothing but dogs. Yeah. Jalen Johnson, Tyree Stevenson, Terrell Smith, Kyler Gordon, nothing but dogs. To me, even if he does take a little bit of a step back, those young, those they're all young, but those yeah. other guys should be progressing as well over that time. I just I look at it as well as like you're paying it for the you don't have to worry about paying like the first one that's gonna be up for extension is Kyler Gordon. You still got three years before you gotta worry about that. Yeah. So to me, I'm not too worried about it. Even if he does take a step back, cool. We got the young guys in the wings that they we don't have to worry about paying them soon. So we're all, we're good there either way. Yeah, I would say that, like, when you look at the box, you know, the stat sheet, you might say, hey, he only had one interception prior to this season in those three years that he played. But I will say that 
This is the best defense he's been in so far in his career. And yeah, you've seen that. the results. He's able to, you know, uh, have more of an impact when it comes to interception-wise. But the numbers still remain the same and everything else, at least from what I look at. Uh, and that's it, our opposing quarterbacks throwing his way. And it ain't mm. happening a lot. And that's been, you yeah. know, that's been his whole mantra for his career thus far. People ain't throwing it to his side. But now with that uh, pass rush, like Hayes pointed out, you get more production out of that. So I say you got to keep him around. I bet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move into the next one. Uh, only signed a one-year deal here. Deontay Foreman. Now, where do you guys sit with this? And the thing that makes this interesting is that Deontay Foreman is going to be 28 next season. You have three corner, or three uh, running backs here in him. Khalil Herbert, who's still on the rookie scale deal. We still got him one more year on that deal. You got Roshan, who you just drafted. Deontay Foreman, for any doubt that was around the NFL around him, he's, he's silenced about all those doubters with his performance this year. Do you think the Bears bring him back, or do you think they look at it and say, yeah, Deontay, we love you. We weren't sure what Roshan was going to be. You've been great while you've been here, but we're going to roll the dice with Khalil and uh and Roshan and and maybe bring back a Travis Homer or something like that save some money because Deontay Foreman has a chance of getting paid considerably he got a two million dollar deal this year but considering his performance he could get a little bit more than that in a time where you don't really see running backs paid a lot how you guys feeling on Deontay this uh another um squad or a group that the Bears got an abundance of talent in that's the running mm -hmm. back room uh Deontay Foreman was terrific especially when we had an injury to uh Rojo uh, he definitely carried the torch, and he led us to a couple victories there. Um, I'm going to just go back personal preference right here because I think all three of these guys deserves to be back, but I know we probably lose at least one. Uh, I'm going to just go, I want Khalil Herbert and Rojo, so I'm going to say he goes and goes out and get him a good uh, payday somewhere, Dante Foreman. He deserves it because he had a terrific year in my, in my account. Yeah, I'm going to say that he leaves as well, uh, not only because the money, but from what I see. When it's when it's three running backs, three healthy running backs, the, the production is not, you know, up to the standard that we see when one of them is missing. When when uh, Foreman was out, Khalil Herbert stepped up tremendously. When Khalil Herbert and those guys went down and Foreman was the, the main guy, we seen production. But with all three of these guys in the running back room, the production was it, it was a bit shaky. You know what I'm saying? So I say that this guy go hit goals and get earn himself some more money. And I also and I also believe that the Bears might look at another option and a running back in this draft again mm -hmm. to see what else you can do. Because if at the end of the season, I'm still gonna be having questions about Khalil Herbert at this point when it comes to off his offense. What can he add to this offense? We need we need more. We love these guys, but we need more dynamic players out of the pass catcher. And they need the pass blocking needs an upgrade from these running backs. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and right now, Roshan still is the one that offers the most uh combination of all yep. those things. But mm -hmm. like you said, you don't uh don't overlook them being able to find a really good quality running back in the later drafts. We're talking about rounds four, five, and six. You can find really good quality running yep. backs still in this oh, yeah. upcoming draft. So yeah. That's going to be one of those positions that you always kind of look at like, and it sucks because there's so many talented running backs mm -hmm. that are just not going to get paid or get long-term deals just because like running back is the easiest position right now in the NFL to replace. Yeah, it just I is. Agree. It is what it right. is in the, in the national football league. Uh, it's just a trend right now. So I think Dante, he's still going to get paid. He's going to get yeah, him a nice game and yeah. get him some nice playing time out there on the field. He's going to be nice. Uh, I hope he go to a decent team. 
That's Facts. all I'm Let's saying. Show. Agree with that. Agree with that. Yannick Ngakwe, one-year signing, $10 million deal, $10.5 million deal, immediately got outshined by Montez Sweat. How we feeling? Hey man, he hurt, man. I ain't gonna get on him so too bad, but you go on my guy. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna get on him too bad, bro. He hurt. Yeah, I think that you're gonna find your replacement. You got your star Montez Sweat. Now you get your young guy in there who can mold and grow alongside Montez Sweat. Me personally, I would love Jerry Verse. <laughs> That's just my personal man, preference listen. for what I've seen. And uh yeah, the uh, a pairing with verse and sweat. It'll be nice. That, that I would save the money. Yeah. You can use that money elsewhere. Yeah, and I, I yeah, save the money. You get you bring in Jared Verse. That's that's almost replicating what Montez Sweat and Chase Young had going on, bro. Because mm-hmm. yeah, Jared yeah, Verse yeah. is a dog, solid yeah, in the bro. run, solid in the pass. Uh, but yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, unique. It, it's it, it's not happening for you, my guy. Like it's it's not it's not <laughs> it's happening not for you, my guy. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, man. that ten mil can go right back towards the cap space. Hey, listen, you gave like. Uh, put, Go right back to Jalen. It's all coming back to Jalen Johnson, my guy. Give him money. Pay, pay my guy. Pay my guy. Let's get that bread. Let's move from that to another defensive lineman. Though. And this is one that I honestly came into the season or after this trade deadline, initially thought, like, this is going to be an easy decision. But with this recent play, since we got Montez Sweat, he may make it a little bit more interesting. Justin Jones. And just go over Justin Jones' stats so far this year. 46 tackles, 27 of those being solo. Four and a half sacks. That is the most sacks in his career. NFL career, and he's still only 27 years old. Yeah, what well, you guys feeling about Justin Jones? Damn, he only 27. Um, 27. Um, Justin Jones, who we remember early in the season, probably first five, six weeks, he was getting zeros across the board on the stats. Justin mm-hmm. Jones, and then as soon as this guy Montez Sweat come, this guy start turning up. He what he got like three, four sacks in the last what three games? So since uh, November 9th, he has three and a half sacks. So only one sack before then. That's since Sweat came on board. Oh my God. Jeez. That just tell you how good uh Montana Sweat is. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna say he still leaves because you can because you see how he was without sweat. And I think Montez Sweat is such a game changer that you could plug a younger, stronger, better player at that position, like a Dexter or a Pickens or somebody, and you know, and you could get the same uh, production. So I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, he still gets go, he still gets moved. Okay. Yeah, I was going because because I'm with you, Hayes. It's a hard case because you still, even though you know what I'm saying, guys might not be that productive per se. You still need that veteran leadership, mm-hmm. but I I think there's enough around now at least on the defensive line because you just re-signed uh, Andrew Billings you locked up Montez yes. Sweat you're going to get a, another year from Zach Pickens and Javon Dexter and I, I gotta go with the mantra of Ryan Pose we're going to continue to build this thing through the draft and I think it's going to come down to what we always talked about when we look at players is the value is is mm-hmm. paying him valuable enough than per saying hey I can find a young defensive tackle out of college Maybe, you know, work them up a little bit, coach them up, and then we could probably get the same production. It's still to be determined, but I think it's going to be a, a tough conversation between uh, Pose and Justin Jones for sure. Facts. Agree with that 100%. Last one that we're going to talk about today, Lucas Patrick. Oh, Lord. Have 
have mercy. <laughs> Anybody got the packing tape? <laughs> bro, I will Let's throw this man a, a going away party. All bro. I got to say on him is walking a mile, walking a mile, walking the motherfucking green mile because it's <laughs> over with for you, bro. That's it. It's done. It's, it's done. Bro, but he like Michael Myers, though. Drip, we thought he was gone last year. He going to be back, bro. <laughs> Bro, if, if we get to the point where Lucas Patrick has to come back to this team, bro, well, keep in mind, too, the thing is, is that he does have a contract for next year, I think. Well, no, no, no. He is an unrestricted free agent next year. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I, I you got to look at Lucas Patrick, over 30 years old. Like, maybe you keep him on as maybe an emergency depth piece, but that's the only way that I can see him come, coming back. You cannot go into the into the next season expecting Lucas Patrick to play any type of role for your team, in my opinion. Hey, we got to lose Michael Myers, bro. I ain't going. Come on, nephew. Go ahead. <laughs> it's Mar yeah, always bro. on the team, and he trash. Why is she steady on the team? Even. <laughs> go ahead, nephew. I was going to say, man, I think I, I'm with Hayes. The only way you bring this guy is you letting them know, hey, you just going to be the backup, bro. That's it. No. <laughs> like, literally. No. That's it. No. Hey, Michael Myers might rise again. <laughs> See, but the thing is, too, is that you, so you have Dan Feeney. Him, both him and Dan Feeney are unrestricted free agents heading into next year. And to me, I'm going to roll my dice on the mullet. He wasn't that yes. great either. But if we just need a depth piece, I'm going to bring the mullet back more than Lucas Patrick. Yes. Bro. I'm over. I ain't mad at that. Hey, with I our am. luck with injuries, putting him on the practice squad or something, he is going to get promoted eventually back to the regular team. <laughs> Like Michael Myers, bro. <laughs> you can't put him away. The thing is, like, has there been a player that's been injured more than Lucas Patrick? Like, it's just, like, literally, he's come back to games and has lasted one play before getting injured again. Yeah, oh, it's it's comedy at this point, bro. Him and Cody Whitehair, it's like they're trying to see how, who, which one of us can be injured the most, bro. Which one of us can get our checks and have to play the least amount of snaps? That like, is it's crazy, crazy bro. I ain't going to lie to y'all. One person I'm throwing in as an honorable mention because I will pack his bags for him. Robert okay. Tanya. The drop oh, Robert Tanya. everything for me. Get out. Yeah, no Robert more No him. more double agents from other division rivals. No, bro. no. At Please. this point, yeah, you're right. No more. You're no right. More. I'm with well, you. One more. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying I'm with y'all on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. EQ St. Brown. Oh, that's a tough well, one. I, we almost passed his name up here. How you feeling about EQ? Hey, I'm going to be smart this time. Let's keep EQ. I ain't going to lie. Just keep EQ. He the best blocker in the world. Uh, <laughs> when it seems that all all else fails, we bring back EQ into the in the starting roster, and he kills. He is really good in them. And, and I think that if the Bears do go wide receiver in this draft, let Darnell Mooney walk. There's something to say that at that point you'd have a first and second year wide receiver in Tyler Scott, whoever the rookie wide receiver is, that you may want to keep EQ around as as a veteran presence in that wide receiver. Yeah. I can see that. I'll be I'll be willing to let him go. But that last point that that, that was a great point. So we could consider. We can we could talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, did. I, I I don't like saying it, but there's 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 reason to be thought. Listen, remember when we thought that Byron Pringle was actually going to play a role for the oh, Chicago Bears? Yeah, yes, then he yes. did donuts in the parking lot. And he, he <laughs> He's never been the same, bro. He did his game at the start of the season, Drip. He did that at the start of the season, bro. Bro, that's crazy, man. But all right, moving on from that. One topic before we got to get out of here, man. There was a tweet saying that the Chicago Bears should draft Marvin Harrison Jr. over Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams liked the tweet, which sent all of just so, – so it's so, you know the thing that I don't like about new age sports reporting? There'd be too much shit about – so, like, I'm tired of, of seeing, like, people on sports and be like, oh, well, such and such unfollowed so-and-so. Like, is this what we doing? 
Is this yeah, what we bro. doing? We paying yeah. attention that close to people's social media. That's crazy. But that's yeah. When you, how do you guys take this? Do you think that means that Caleb Williams is that a passive aggressive way? Which you know, Caleb Williams, he's sensitive, so he does a lot of passive aggressive shit of basically saying, "Hey, Bears, don't draft my ass." Yeah, uh, Caleb Williams, he he is a California boy, and you know how uh, Sydney they is. Shout out to uh, my man Brandon L. Sunshine, <laughs> sunshine. This <laughs> mark get his fingernails painted and everything. I just don't think he made in Chicago. He not made for Chicago. I just don't think so. Uh, this is definitely intentional. Uh, if y'all, if we have to read it, it's that's intentional. I don't think he wants to play for Chicago, so I don't think we should draft. He don't want to play, so I'm cool with that as well because we getting Marvin Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I don't even. I ain't bad. I ain't looking too much into it to be honest. I don't care because I always look at. I'm just looking at what is going on right now. If bro liked the tweet, is it he liked the tweet? I don't really care for it. Look, yeah. I don't think that, bro, if, if the Bears do decide that they want to move on with him, I think with the construction of this roster, he will happily come on this team. Like, literally. You have a defense in place already. You have a number one wide receiver already. A number one tight end already. You just got to plug a few holes. Yeah, that's why I'm not bad, looking too much into it. We know the history of the Chicago Bears when it comes to quarterbacks. But you can say with your talent, if you believe you the man, Plug me in that with that defense who's been holding teams to and playing well against the top teams like the Cleveland Browns. You plug me in that. If you the man, you say you plug me in that, we're going to win some games. If not, I know everything I need to know about Caleb Williams. So I ain't going to, you know, you know, look at too much to it. Best talent he have in his life. Best talent in the – he have DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Roshan Johnson, Khalil Herbert, he had the best talent in his life. I don't know about the offensive line uh, uh, that he had come, but I, he not coming, so I ain't going to try to talk him up. Go ahead, Dre. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, I, I didn't really take too much from it, too much away. Like, it, it, it is what it is, man. He liked the tweet. This this is yeah. a different age, man. These motherfuckers yeah. be on social media too goddamn much. It's cool. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> if you don't want to come here, you don't want to come here. It's all good. Like, it, it, I want people here who want to be here. That's yes. it. I don't care who you are now. I mean, I'm sure if the Bears draft him, like you said, he's going to step into a, a pretty decent situation as far as weapons and things like that. But at the end of the day, man, like I've been vocal about this literally since about week four. You draft Marvin Harrison Jr. No, and no. luckily, we just need the Panthers to lose one more game to lock and in. The lock. That's it. Lock that's in. pretty much. That's pretty much done. That's what Bro, they do. Don't, well. don't they lose. Don't jinx us. Don't say that's that. That's what don't they say do. That. Well, they lose. Because with our with our luck, hey, they almost the, the Patriots will lose out. Like that's there's be some shit like that. Hey, they they push the Packers to the brink. To the, the yeah. end. Not gonna lie, but they so. still lose. <laughs> <laughs> you lose. It don't, no matter how you lose, you lose. They've mastered the art of losing this year. We're grateful. That's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Any last thoughts before we get up out of here, fellas? Hey, man, uh, shout out to my co-host on here, man. Let's go and do another. Let's kill it for another season, y'all. Let's kill it, bro. I mean, we got to make it through this season first. But yeah, it's coming. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Already yeah. Know. <laughs> but I was going to say, hey, I hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas, enjoyed y'all family, and you got everything that you wanted. Make sure y'all continue to lock in, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel for the number one spot for all Chicago Bears right here, baby.
You already know, man. Y'all can follow us at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central, gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, man. Shy Town up, bear down. Love you, motherfuckers. <laughs> this has been a presentation of the Break Break, Break Media. Break Media.